sound recording. Video recording. <clears throat> Clap. Yep. Cut us tea, how are you? <laughs> Welcome to another Candlelit Tales podcast. I thought you were going to jump in there, but we didn't really plan it. You started it, so kind of how are you? Welcome to the Candle Tales podcast. Is the start of the podcast, or yes, how many episodes looked, have we done? It? You look like you were going to talk. I always look like I'm about to talk. <laughs> That's because you're always about to talk. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the country, Aaron. Aaron is now just going to spend the whole thing looking like he's going to talk. So if you want to head over to YouTube and watch the video of this, it, it should be hopefully on YouTube at some point. I'll eventually talk. I will eventually talk. It is very good to be back for Arden's second winter. <laughs> I find it so funny that you escaped winter and came back for the, the first snow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The seconds, no, there was there was snow when I was away as well. Was there um, snow when you were away? There was a bit of a cold snap, not as much in Dublin, or uh, uh, but anyway, anyway. I forget, I forget um, everything as soon as it happens. We're not here to talk about the weather, sort of. Okay, we're here to talk about the mythic, amazing, you know, jubilation of oral tradition and storytelling yeah. that we have. In this I'm country. only talking about the weather when it's funny to me personally. Yeah, I mean, I I can't even think about the weather because it's just uh, it's <laughs> tough. It's tough. It's tough to change from close to the equator to <laughs> not at all. Um, no, then, we're not close to the equator. We're not at all. Famously, um, we're just a little bit too high for my. Well, which leads us directly into talking about places because see, segue. Segway. I did a segue. I segwayed in there. So uh, the last time I was chatting to you was on our uh, Patreon. You know, our link in what we do every month with our Patreon supporters. Thanks for that. For going over to patreon.com forward slash candle tales. Boom, got it in there. Yep, got and it in there. Uh, we've we've been having a monthly chat check up and, and kind of getting to know the people on our Patreon which is really lovely and the last time we did that was in a um, yeah uh, were you on Thailand. a roof? no you were in Thailand you were in a pub I was I was in a uh, a bar area uh, area Aaron was in a beach bar yeah I was in a beach bar <laughs> with a ropey wifi and other people talking um, um, but now we're in studio soundproof the only thing that might get in the way of this is potentially even though it's Soundproof room. I can hear a beautiful little melody in the background. There's somebody is practicing the harp in the next room, it's and gorgeous. it's great. It's so nice. I really like it. And she's two I, harps. They, it's so nice. It's so nice. You know what? You can talk a little bit quieter. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I can see there was someone, but that'll kind of fuck it up now for someone who's just adjusted their. Yeah. Their sound. No, I think it's okay. I okay. think you know, because because you can just. You don't have to project as much. No, no projection. It's okay. okay. It's okay. I know you're trying to drown out the heart, but I don't. I actually don't think anyone's going to be able to hear it. That's true. And <laughs> if you can, it's it's lovely. And maybe uh, we should put some harp lovely. in the background of all of our chats. Listen, uh, shout out to Ballyfermot Library and libraries in general. They are such a beautiful little like parcel of a utopian way we should like run society. You we- know, you come in here. Some some lady was in here ahead of me returning books that she had forgotten to return and she was elderly and she was like, how much do I owe you? And the librarian was like, no, we've abolished fines. That doesn't happen anymore. They have a sign behind the counter saying you can get reading glasses if you need them. It's just... That's nice. I just walk in and I'm like, this is how we should do everything. Mm, this is no how we fines. should do everything. There's no fines. It's grand. If you need something, it's here. You can just take it. You can bring it back when you're able to bring it back. Here's some mm. space for you to make some creative stuff. Don't break it. The just people here are just here to make sure you don't break it. Basically, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you get 
access to the things you need. That's nice. I like it's that. It's so nice. Yeah. I really like it. Anyway, Fantastic. librarians. Libra- libraries in general. I've yeah, libra- libraries and the people who work in them. Um, I'm a fan. And uh, you know what are near libraries are uh, water ways. <laughs> yeah, I segued and then I segued away again. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do a great job of segueing into the content that no, we're no, supposed to be talking I'm about. No, no, very good at segues. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you go segue into a different thing and then into a different thing and a different so thing. It's so waterways. Currently, we're we're I mean we're finishing off a season now of waterways, which is something you've started when I was not really around to do much help. In no. fairness, oh, she jumped in and did a lot of the intro- introductions. And yes. um, <laughs> that was my favorite comment. Was Connors to you? Who the fuck are you? Connors to who the fuck are you? <laughs> In response to Oisin saying Kunisti Harry He's like who the fuck is this guy That's Oisin who is stepping in Who has done a couple episodes in the podcast Yeah you would have heard him do a few episodes He did a great one about uh, Maeve's daughter Mm -hmm. Um, What's her name Finnever Yeah He did a great Finnever and he did a great um, I think he did the death He did one of the death ones I think he did the death of Was it Colin Carnick Was it Kelscar McGutherker uh, he, he was eating one, one of the, the deaths. Death, death stories. Can't remember um, now anyway. Big shout out to people who've been reviewing us on Apple Podcasts and Castaway and SoundCloud. I, I just went, we're doing a, a website update and we've just kind of went back to collate our, our stats and look into how many things mm. have been done. We have over 705 or either 50, I can't remember which one, um, thousand plays across all platforms yeah I think 750 across all platforms it's good it's, it's, it's that's a lot of th- that's a lot of plays it's like. very weird the internet is so weird because we're so tiny in the yeah. scale of the internet yeah and yet I, I still, still remember that there was a time in lockdown where Oshin was like we have now been heard on our podcast by more people than have ever seen us live and now way more now way phenomenal more. because you know, there's hundreds of people who have like yeah we've got what 2,000 people and on you know YouTube. what I saw more people are now listening to us in the States than in Ireland that's the first time that's flipped oh that's the first time that's flipped that's we, really interesting we've always been the Irish storytelling group that Irish people go to see rather than the tourists uh, yeah, because so, we we decided to do it for Irish people, and if tourists happen to come along, that's nice. They can sit there too. <laughs> yes, yeah, they, they don't expect to be um, plumosed to. Yeah, yeah, ca- uh, catered to. No, no, no. Just you can come along and hang out, and it's grand. Um, no, it's funny. It's it is it is funny. But um, there was some really lovely uh, comments that I missed because I'd never actually get to check the. Uh, or never, I never, I never get to check. I never check. You never get to check it. <laughs> I never get. You to never get that. that little treat. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I don't have uh, an iPhone, so I'm not on Apple, uh, neither Apple do I. Podcast. None of us have iPhones, and, um, so thanks yeah. Apple Podcasts. But at the same time, it's nice to see some beautiful reviews and people sharing uh, some, you know, kind words. So thank you very much for your appreciation, your support, and your, uh, yeah, your comments and your rating us. You know, all of that kind of stuff helps. So if you're not supporting us on Patreon, that don't feel bad about it. Give us a comment or share it or yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Give us no comment. Um, let's get on to waterways because we're getting distracted too much. And oh, that was we my fault. Are, yeah, it was your fault this time so waterways so one of the things that we were we did a series on mythic places yeah uh that was and our kind of first one was like the the big iconic destinations in ireland so that people had a bit of context for them and a bit of history about them and a bit of myth about them yeah, you can drive around see some sites hear some stories but the the lore of places the din shanachas in mm-hmm. in ireland is like incredibly 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 important mm-hmm um, like I'm thinking back to when Eddie was alive and telling stories about the 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 different fields in their farm. Our uncle. This is our uncle who who owned a farm a farm in Cork. Um, 
and you know they, they there was literally a name for every field every bridge every hedgerow mm-hmm. had a had a name and a story about why it had that name um and that's kind of those little local stories were about little local events that people kind of encoded into the landscape but then the the way that that has happened in our myths as well is really interesting because you also then had a thing where the names were changed. You know, the, the Brian Freel play uh, translations is about that event in Irish history where the names were changed uh, and the, they were kind of divorced from the language. So a lot of the names that we use in Ireland now are anglicizations or translations or nothing to do with nothing to do with what you. they were. They just um, kind of sounded like it. Yeah, and like there were different, there are different places that are closer. Like some places people actually made an effort to translate them and then in other places they really fucking didn't. And just were like, well, this is something stupid, like mispronunciation of uh, the new word. Um, So there's, there's a, we have a weird, like slightly fraught history with that. Yeah, we don't, we don't really fully understand it either because once you try and go back, like even just like the word for marsh, Kirkig, where we're from, like it means marsh, bogland, like because it's just like... You know the the River Lee comes in and has just you know has a bog where the city centre is, and yet like you know we call it Cork, which is you know a completely different meaning if you want to look at the actual meaning of of what yeah. you know floating on a marsh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Cork floating on a marsh. Uh, it's Cork. But no, so, it's, yeah, but it's, I mean that's just you do, one you example. Get, yeah, 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 and I think that's a good example of like it, there are there are there are names and like that's the thing as well. There are names that are purely descriptive. There are names that are like this is this is the marshy place, so we call it the marshy place, mm-hmm. and that's what it's called. But the there are stories. places like Ventry, like Fiontro, This is the White Beach, mm-hmm. uh, but then there are also names that are connected to stories. Yeah, uh, that are sometimes lost and sometimes you know hard to find. So. I think we will keep coming back to this as a series. It's kind of an endless it's kind, cause life like, mission, really. Like yeah, it's kind of even, it is even a like bit. the mythic places as we kind of found it. Like we, we can just keep on doing this. We There's just just to, endless places that are mythic that have links to it. There are standing stones in Wicklow that have you know like and yeah. now you, you define the stories and like you to dig it down a little bit deeper. And often we get asked like, oh, do you know about this place or do you know about this particular? And again. Oftentimes no, but we end up researching it and finding yeah. it or something. Sometimes you find stuff, and like sometimes you don't. Like that's the other thing is that it isn't always 100%. easy to, to find the thing. Like one of the ones that I looked for in this series was the River Lee, and I, I there, there's something to do with a monster in Gugonbarra. If anybody's heard it, let me know. Yeah, like, I've been to Gugonbarra and seen the the, the start of it, but again, like you know, yeah. you probably have to talk to people down there to really get it. Well, this um, is it. If anybody knows that story, let me know because I absolutely, I, I'm I'm curious about it. Um, and then, you know, the, the first one that I think the first one we did in this series was the, the Loch Derg one, mm-hmm. which is a very much how the how the lake got the name red, which has a number of different origins. I think I'll be telling a different different version of, of that one. Yeah, which end, is linked you know. to the Shannon as well. Mm-hmm. So there's and we I think we've we've told that version of the Carthonic story becoming like it being Loch Derg because it was the Carthonic's home. It was kind of an alternate story uh, there. And then there was also the story in Locker and of, of Liban, mm-hmm. um, who was the the mermaid. Um, it's wild, wild to think of her as a mermaid in some of the stories she's described right. as like a salmon with a woman's face, uh, which is a wild mermaid. <laughs> and that's the funny thing about like, I mean, the kind of the, the mermaid kind of image that, that we get, uh, we've adopted from Disney, which is this like, kind of sexualized top of female body 
and you know the the icky part is just a fish tail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's just let's not let's not look down there. Let's, let's not let's not dig into any patriarchal fears of female genitalia. Let's, yeah, let's just yeah, put yeah. a fishtail on this. Let's line. just put it's a fishtail on. <laughs> um, so then you're taking that an extra step and going no, no, no fish body, whole fish, whole just fish. a lady face, whole fish. That's terrifying, <laughs> isn't it? It's terrifying. It's so much more monstrous. Like, is it is it proportionate to like what? Mm-hmm. Is it a really big fish? I guess a, like it must be a pretty big fish, right? Like I didn't get too, I didn't go too far pretty big, into. The, it's not big enough to not support big a enough head. For a head. <laughs> like, come on! You're seeing this no. giant head and like this. <laughs> it's normal size salmon. Salmon <laughs> are big, but no, I didn't. I didn't get too far into the body horror of it because uh, okay. it was more about it was more about the feeling of like, I guess drowning in feelings and and being subsumed in, um, you know, grief mm. and the way that I think this is a really you know we were talking about uh, time recently and stories and the way that like different experiences can push you out of time which I always think is a really interesting thing about the other world in Irish myth mm. like it comes up in the Madeira and Attain story or in the the bull story of Man, the dawn it comes back when you go away like, from the country for three months and come back and go, what the <laughs> yeah, but also you can get emotionally knocked out of the current yeah, of time. You like can. you can get into a thing where you're like, today felt like a thousand years, and and then a month goes by in a blink, and yeah. you, like you are not connected to the flow of time, which I mm. think is just kind of an interesting, very human experience that is really well articulated in myths. Yeah, I, I love the fact that like, you go to the other world to experience timelessness in in a, in a mm. way that doesn't move, and like it's supposed to be in this other, in real world. It's like when you're like kind of in normality or something or there's kind of a routine or there's some form of connection and otherworldliness is often like the adventure the love the horror the terror the the kind of thing that takes you out of whatever kind of normality that you're in and like Mm -hmm. you know these two worlds stand side by side Mm. in a lot of ways are the same and we we move in between them Mm -hmm. and we move in between them seamlessly and like it's it's yeah so it was it was kind of a one that I was playing with there and then the the next story was me finding my new favourite character oh because one of the things that I suppose we should probably frame this a little bit in talking about how there is a connection this month as well and between like pagan Irish and Christian Irish because you know it's the month of Paddy's Day and a lot of the stories of Patrick are kind of linked back to the older mythologies but yeah, my new favourite dickhead from Irish mythology. He's such a shit. And he's called Aherna. And he is, according to Dahlia Hogan, a kind of a Christian version. Like he's a he's a character that started appearing in this in the stories, like as a sort of a way of discrediting poets, because poets were so powerful and they were so respected. And he you was like, had to have an antagonistic. Well, like, what if what like they they're given such a high status, they're given so much respect. Right. What if one of them's a shit? Yeah, yeah, and just completely takes advantage <laughs> of all of that. Like, this is a guy who goes into a, a palace of a king and queen and demands to sleep with the queen the night that she's given birth, because he knows that if he's refused, he can take an insult, and he can either satirize them. Or if they attack him, he can call on the Ulster fighters to come and fight his corner for him, which they have to do. Which, like, it's just, like, he's such a dickhead. You made, you made an interesting <laughs> point when we were chatting about this in terms of, like, 
the you know for those of you who know the the background of of the Thon or the Ulster cycle with the the men being you know having a curse on them and not being able to you know when they're they need their strength the most they'll be struck down by the pains of a woman in childbirth they're basically struck down with a, with a curse and whenever they would be attacked but yet they go out and they laud it and they kind of cattle raid and they they yeah. they want to show of arms and show of like dominance over like you'd never come to Ulster to invade us because that would be really stupid please don't come invade us please don't come invade us I'm secretly a little boy who will cry if you uh, say anything mean to me yeah 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 it's nothing so at all to do with like fragility is, yeah 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 this is kind of like that like super male dominance kind of yeah, like it's it's a real macho vibe that you get with the Ulster cycle and I think it's I think it's really interesting and I think yeah Aherna is one of the characters that seems to have a particular relationship with Cahor Magnessa where it's kind of understood that he can go out and pick a fight and yeah. Cahor and the Ulstermen will back him because it means that they can fight where they're able to fight, which is away from home. So once they're away from Ulster, once they're not being invaded, once they, they, they are the aggressors. Um, and no I water. think, yeah, like it's it's that not thing of... For you see it in, You see it in a lot of people. I think the most, you know... The most hair trigger people that I know, and they're certainly not all men, but the most hair trigger people that I know that will get pissed off at the drop of a hat are usually like hiding a very deep vulnerability. Um, I, I think that's a very like, <sighs> I, it's, it's just, it's a, it, you, you can see it in people who are very reactive. They're usually pushing you away because they're afraid to let you come close because yeah. they're afraid because they're easily you know easily wounded so it is that kind of like fragility and so Arna he's basically he has the the respect of, of king he can like everybody in poetry like or who is a poet I you know has the ability to basically defamate a, a character of somebody and completely destroy them yeah. and so this guy takes it a bit too far too regularly he takes it too far Constantly, that's his whole, his whole thing. thing right. Is um, and that was kind of the two stories that I that I picked for this one because they connected particularly to waterways. I found him when I was looking up the Loch Derg story, which is the king being asked by a poet to give him the eye out of his head, with this one-eyed king in Connacht who does and then has his sight kind of restored to him because he has been such an exemplary king. Mm-hmm. Um. But the the poet that asked that of him is fucking Aherna, <laughs> who was on a skite around Connacht trying to get people to say no to him so that he could pick a fight. Uh, and it, it there's a whole Battle of Hoth thing, which we will revisit at some point, Definitely. where he like stirs up a massive fight between Connacht and Leinster. Or sorry, not Connacht, between Ulster and Leinster that happens at Hoth. Um but yeah, it was then once I kind of got the name of Aaron and was able to look at, into him a little bit more, he he was he has all of these different episodes. But the other story that I, I told, told to the people listening, tell to me sitting here in the studio because I haven't recorded it yet. Because uh, time, time. Don't, don't confuse us, don't confuse us. Um, is I kind of wanted to, to do it as a sort of a, Man versus nature kind of thing because mm-hmm. he insults the River Morn. He's fishing one day and he insults the River Morn and the river floods. And the river floods, carries away people, carries away animal, is, is in a raging torrent, like causes 
incredible destruction. And he has to go and compose a new song about how you're a nice river. Wow. Everybody sorry, likes river. you. I'm sorry, the river. Please calm down. And because like because this is this is the kind of thing as well of like the poets in these stories. That's one of those funny bits. There's no dispute that they're magic. Right. There's no dispute that their words are fully magical. Yeah. And they can do incredible stuff and they're incredibly powerful. Of course. The dispute is, should they be given this high status? So <laughs> he's able to talk the river down. Right. Uh, which is, you know, again, funny. But it's also that kind of thing of like, you can, there's a certain degree to which you can, you can push people more than you can push the natural world, I think. I mean, it, like there's, there's a kind of a, a nice symbiosis of, of respect and authority and claim versus kind of allowing or like kind of, yeah, the respect of your landscape really around you. Like, what happens to rivers is, you know, it can be awful. What's happening in the Boyne, for example, is not very good at the it's, moment. Listen, um, the, the rivers in Ireland are under a lot of pressure at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, it it kind of goes back to that. How do we, how do we honor? How do we respect? How do we go and actually pay tribute to the thing rather than constantly? allowing meat factories to dump a lot of waste into them and for example yeah for example as long as many other things that are getting dumped in the rivers yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah like it's it's and and at what stage I mean like what's the symbology of that flood you know is there like not only it's like it's the it's the groaning of okay he's disrespected the water he's disrespected somehow in, in a kind of a, a verbal form like obviously there's many ways to disrespect land, landscape, water and trees, abundant number of ways of doing it that we're currently doing. And what is it that this overflowing, this kind of disaster or at least flooding of the, of the plains around it kind of, I don't know, represents is like just this expulsion of human contact. It's like this, I'll drown you now if you come near yeah. me, get out of my way. Get, get this out. is a force you can't actually stop because water is one of those things you're like oh yeah crap. water is one of those things and i think it's that thing as well that we are you know somewhat belatedly learning as a as a species that you can push nature a certain amount hmm. but when you, when you push it too far you're the one who's going to die you know what i mean like it it when humanity pushes nature to the brink we're the ones who are going to die because we're part of nature and we can't kind of you know we can't assert our egos over the natural world that doesn't work. It's never going to work. It's putting something like, you know, it, it, it's a nonsense of a, of a thing to try to do is to put something that is a tiny little fragment of nature above nature as a whole. That's just, mm. that's just dumb. That's just, just dumb. Just um, and yeah. yeah, like we're, 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 we're reaping that now. Um, you know, we're, we're. Interesting that he goes, composes another song and like kind yeah. of sings kind of a lullaby type thing to get yeah. the, and do you, do you, how is your head with like your structure and your story before you tell it? I'm in two minds as to as to how much I want to be in the description of mm. the song versus the like trying to compose a song because I haven't found a version of it where it actually I haven't found anything that is actually telling me what the songs were, which um it's annoying doesn't mean it doesn't exist it just means that it isn't translated in a, in a form that I can access at the moment uh, so yeah it's a I, I think I probably would lean more because I think it's more effective 
when you're talking about those old poet songs to stay a little bit abstract mm. because I think there's something about like we 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 get into this with the Kukulun and Emer thing where they're speaking in riddles as well where it's like yeah, loads of there's a lot of really clever wordplay that doesn't translate from Middle Irish Technical difficulties Okay I was in full flow about uh, abstract versus literal poeticness when you're doing magic poet songs and how I'm leaning towards abstract rather than literal poeticness just because I'm not that good a poet I mean it's I think really hard to come up with a, a, a flood taming poem that you know doesn't yeah. sound really cheesy really and shit really cheesy and shit yeah, yeah. I mean like shh, river, shh. <laughs> calm down shh. they're there let the water there. proceed yeah 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 um, you're, you're either going to be the reeds no <sighs> Give it a shot. Anyway, um, so okay, we've that kind of a shot. That kind of a terrible <laughs> poem, uh, which we wanted to avoid. Okay, so in terms of um, this story, you're kind of constructing your head. You're going to tell it now. You've the highs and the and the dips with it, or like, is this going to be an antagonist that you really make us feel for him, or are this this is a guy who we have no sympathy for? Oh no, I mean, listen. This is a this is this is part of this is coming back to where my sympathies lie. Yeah, okay. You know, I generally I love unapologetic assholes. As as characters in stories, not necessarily as people. No, do you know what? I love them when I meet them as well. Do you know yeah, why? Do you know why I love? Kind of there's endearing. something. It's not even that endearing. It's like if somebody's that much of a prick, you can say anything to them, and you don't have to feel bad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Enough. Like there's so it's so rare. It's fair enough. It's I was telling a friend of mine recently about a. a a fight that the pandemic robbed of me because there was a there was a sort of a, a social interaction that was like fomenting mm. in it, just in a, in a shared space where some people were starting to be a little bit dickish mm. and I was like ooh I'm going to tell them off and it's going to be fun because they've been they had just kind of th- crossed the threshold of being ourselves and I was like oh I know what I, I, I know enough about these people to know what to say that will really make them feel terrible about themselves and like question their life <laughs> in an uncomfortable way and I I so rarely I spend so much of my life not saying that shit to people mm. I spend so much of my life being like if I really wanted to hurt you I would do this but I'm, I am I don't have any motivation to hurt you so I'm not going to so there's um, something there's something I don't know if it's a wish fulfillment thing for me seeing your maves and you're like just you're like no fuck you I'm in charge people or if it's just like if I met that person I would, I would just be able to tell them exactly what I thought of them, and I wouldn't feel bad. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, okay, okay, okay. So, um, <laughs> it, it being March, I guess we're we're in the the month of unapologetic Irishness across the globe. Absolutely, where people feel it. Um, you know, a good idea to dye rivers green. Speaking of waterways and things you shouldn't do. <laughs> I wish they wouldn't. I think, wish I think you wouldn't. I think they've started <laughs> to actually consider like eco-friendly dyes in the last few years. Oh I think that God. has actually started to be a thing where That's they're like, good. let's not kill the fish let's not while kill. we're having fun. Celebrating. Oh yeah, man. green beer. Which yeah, it, again, just, it just seems to be a funny one. Green beer. Yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. rank. It's, it's not great. It's and did I tell you the thing about the... the um, Corned beef and cabbage. 
Oh, you did. Tell me again. There's a fun, there's a very fun YouTube channel called Tasting History, which has way more views than us. So I don't like this is not even a shout out. This is uh, but like he did. He did a bit on corned beef and cabbage. And apparently like that's a weird thing for Irish people to hear about in the States because we don't eat that in Ireland. It's bacon and cabbage in Ireland. Mm-hmm. But apparently it used to be corned beef and cabbage. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was the th- beef and cabbage because it's kind of way of preserving meat that's kind of similar. Um, like you salt the beef the way that you would salt. Yeah. I don't exactly know how it works, but it was <laughs> yeah, when salt. it was when Irish immigrants came to the states first. Corned beef was big with the Jewish butchers, and it was the cheapest cut. So they were actually able to get corned beef, which was like a higher status, better meat in Ireland that like people couldn't afford, huh. more cheaply than they could get bacon. And more easily, because obviously the Irish and the Jewish were kind of like living in yeah, close yeah, yeah. quarters. So you go to a Jewish butcher, you're not going to find any pork. Um, so, you know, they, they, that, that's why it started to become a thing. It became really, really popular among Irish immigrants because it was like considered shite meat by everybody else in America. And the Irish were like, no, 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 this is the best one. What? So they, the best. they swapped it out. And so that's why it's corned beef and cabbage in the States and bacon and cabbage in Ireland. OK, interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah, I, like I said, many, interesting. Many a feast, many a festival. Um, I suppose, I, I guess, Tangent. I'll be jumping in on this with a version of a story we've done before a few times. Yes. And I've been driving to the, this library and concocting it in my head, listening to your last story that you told last year. Uh, I think it was last year, wasn't it? It was last year that I did the Kertonic one, yeah, I think. Yeah, and I don't know how to spell it. Cowartonic, Kertonic, Kertonic. Listen, we've spelled like... it a couple of different ways and so has everybody else on the internet. <laughs> so we're so... going to spell it a different way for this one. For the Are we? Algorithm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I don't know how sense. the algorithm works. That I just like sense. to say for the algorithm. I think the algorithm likes it when you put in keywords and I think the algorithm likes it when people comment on your videos. <laughs> uh, indeed uh, hint hint so um, I think we did actually get a comment saying uh, no need to get back to me guys I'm just co- I'm yeah, just doing this for the algorithm, algorithm which I was like thank you that's actually how it works that's literally that's great you can write anything in the comments you can just be literally. like for the algorithm and we'll be like cheers thank guys you. Um, so yeah we're we're, we're, uh, we're well I am piecing that together and I don't want to say too much about it because it's a story we've done uh, it'll be coming out you know Again, before this podcast. Before this podcast. So next week for us, two weeks oh, ago for you guys. I'm so glad you gave me that timeline because I was actually completely lost. I was gonna try and flop it. I don't wanna say I don't wanna give you guys any spoilers for an event that happened two weeks ago <laughs> in your timeline. Listen, we're the okay, other world in so the library. Wh- what right? I'm thinking of doing with this, what I will have done with this hopefully, is basically open it as a story that my mother told me. And yeah. it'd be something that was passed on to me, a creation story and where the, the, the demons of the world came from and it being all from the very first demon, demonic being, being Kertonic. And I kind of want to do a kind of an origin-y type, you know, a creation-y uh, myth, alluding to uh, where these, you know, I guess basically alluding to the fact that the, the speaker is either the devil or one of the demons of the mother of the Kertonic and then kind of like having that little ending. So I kind of want to just play with that kind of characterization of like watching from afar, seeing mm. St. Patrick come from his Roman background. And, I, I, you know, with with the St. Patrick's Day festival show. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> um, coming up for us now, two weeks ago for you listening. I love how you tell me not to confuse people and then you talk about it like 50 times more I than know. me. Oh, it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Oh, you're, doing... you're melting. 
when I do it, it's fine. When you do it, it gives me a headache. Ah, <laughs> it's the fact that we're combining live shows, publicity about the live shows with the podcast and trying to. Yeah, we're know, too late for the publicity stuff. about the live shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll record an intro Except for Except for the fact page. that, oh, a character we might be touching on this this uh, season, um, we will, yeah, hopefully will be, if we have enough time in the recording of the studio today, will be cropping up in a story that we will be telling live in Ventry. You mentioned earlier, Count Control. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, actually yeah. be telling the battle of Ventry and one. In Failing the Beautiful. In Failing the So that's going to be a big live show. And we're piecing together a little bit of a tour down the southwest so keep an eye out for us coming down to the southwest that'll be happening uh, end of April start of May in around that time yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. in Ireland so yay for getting out of Dublin at long last and we're looking at more <laughs> yay for getting out of Dublin says the man who has been back for five minutes I want to go again five I'm from Cork minutes. I need to return south yes. <laughs> it's calling me Calling. Um, it's calling you bollocks. It's calling me bollocks. It's calling me bollocks. <laughs> okay, well, so, I think let's leave it there. Yeah, uh, let's leave it there because we've, uh, I guess, we've l- work to do. Loads of work to do to record these stories in the time that we have to do. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. If you have, we found out that there's polls now on Spotify, you, you know, and suggestions come in every now and again, but we're piecing together a few things for the upcoming, you know, next season's podcast, which I will be telling you about you. Very soon. I asked Aaron to figure it out, so we're waiting. Yeah, we're still waiting for that penny to drop. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And um, once mm-hmm. I figure that one out, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll let you know mm-hmm. all about it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so good. Mm-hmm. So mythic. It's going to be mythic and amazing and pulling on strands. We're, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I guess thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Thanks for uh, coming to our live shows. Thanks for commenting. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Candle Tales podcast. You. you.